Uh, not at this stage. I think uh, Polly was uh, running really well by the end of last week, and uh, Brody was to see how he goes when he uh, rolls out to training. What sort of injury did Brody have? His ankle injury, but do you know Oh no, nah, just he's rolled his ankle. So uh, whether it's his, if you do it for the first time, your ankle takes a little while to recover. If it's you know second or third time, it doesn't take that long. So. Uh, hopefully he'll be right to go this week. No ligament damage? He's had scans or anything like that? Or like... I assume he's had scans, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, OK. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what about Carl Anwell? Yeah, he's sort of tracking the Yeah, Carl's uh, probably a little bit slower than we thought um, with his knee, but he started running last week and um, we'll progress that and hopefully he's uh, sooner than later. So two or three weeks for him? Or... Hopefully, yeah. Presuming that at least one of... Those folks, maybe Polly is available this weekend. A bit of pressure on at the selection table, isn't there? There weren't many bad performers on the weekend. No, it was probably our most complete game for the for the year on the weekend. We uh, had a good four quarter game, but um, it's a good problem to have at this club. Um, you know, we've got some players in good form, and we've got some good players coming back. So it does make selection a bit harder, but we'll um, we'll address that and pick the best team to beat Richmond. How happy were you with Matty White's game coming in? Yeah, Matty, he had been playing really well in the SNFL, been playing at half-back and giving us a lot of drive there and just translated over to the MCG and it really suits his game, a big ground, um, gives his run and speed and he uh, added a bit of spark to us, which was good. Was there a bit of, was there a bit of faith in that selection? Because the week before, I think it's Sturt, he only had six possessions. Yep. Yeah, Sturt, what do you know about Unley Oval? Yeah, it was, it's big ground. No, it's very small, <laughs> small and muddy and uh, not much room, so... Uh, <laughs> and he went the wrong way. Um, look, he, he wasn't, it wasn't his best game, but three or four weeks before that was quite good, so we we'll, uh, were we'll, uh, quietly confident he play well. Is he the example of if you give a player half a chance when you've got such a precious selection that they do take it up at the moment here at Albert? Yeah, well, that's right. It's... Um, Everyone likes to be playing in a side that's winning and playing well. So um, our guys at SANFL level have been playing well and you've seen the opportunities we've given to Need. He's, he played well you know, the last two weeks. Um, Young went back and played well. SANFL come back and played well. So um, it's been really good grounding for us, the SANFL, to get our guys up and going and ready for AFL. What about uh, horses for courses and the team you're playing? What does Richmond make you think of match committee? Oh, a lot of things. They're playing some great footy at the moment. Um, obviously, got some new ideas and new coaches, and rediscovered a bit of pressure. So, um, you know, their forward line have got four small forwards that put a lot of pressure on. And I think um, our forward line and their forward line are number one and two for tackles inside fifty. So, it could be a lot of pressure at both ends of the ground this week. Brennan, you spent a lot of time at the Tigers. Have you got some inside knowledge of how they might work, or does that count for not much? Oh, they've changed a fair bit from uh, last year, obviously, uh, but. You know, a lot of player intel, and hopefully, I can we can use that to um, upset a few and uh, and um, get a result where after. You mentioned that small forward line and the way they do things. Does that present totally different to what you've had from other teams, where potentially you've been height challenged? Yeah, well, last week was probably a good lead into Richmond because um, midfields are quite similar, um, Collingwood and Richmond, and and their forward line, Collingwood's forward lines, wasn't a tall forward line. They had Darcy Moore, and the rest were you know all six footers, I suppose. So. Um, it was a good lead-in for us this week and um, you know, obviously hopefully Broadbent's available and can come in and play on one of those small guys. When you say Richmond's changed up good, are you noticing they're more prepared to go to a one-on-one contest? Yeah they, have, footy? yeah, they have been. Um, their contested numbers are still quite high for, for them and they're, you know, they were the worst tackling team last year and they were up to fourth or fifth now. So um, they're doing a lot of things differently at that club. Um, 
but for us, you know, if we get our stuff right, we think we'll be right in the game. Wesley's defended really well this year, kept teams to well, lowest in the competition total, and they're really fast. How did I mean, those sort of things come together? How do they build on a match day? Yeah, it's not... Yeah. They're, they're, we're number one for defence and number two for defence. Uh, I think they're number one for forward 50 tackles. We're number two for forward 50 tackles. So it could be a low-scoring game but a high-pressure game. Um, the, the team that takes their opportunities um, against the other one is you know, probably going to get the results. And both teams are, are good starting teams. Um, so that'll be uh, on for young and old early, I would say. How much does that notion that Port still needs to get a top eight side way on the side <coughs> for this week? Oh, we can only play who we play. Um, you know, there's lots of stats around and that, but we don't make the draw. We just play against who we, who we come up against, and we've had some good results against teams that are in the eight and um, haven't quite got over the line, so we know we can compete with those teams. The next challenge for us is uh, finishing those games off and getting the win. To show there's still just a little bit of a gap, or you don't think that exists? Oh, personally, I don't think it exists. Um, you guys normally write that up, so... Write it up based on the information we're given, I suppose. Yeah, that's right. Sydney were grand finalists the year before and we beat them at their home deck, so we're pretty happy with our start. And We'll keep um, we'll keep challenging ourselves. Obviously, you've got Richmond and West Coast the next two weeks. Richmond are, are fourth or fifth at the moment and West Coast are right up there too, so really good challenge for our footy club. You obviously spent a bit of time with Paddy Wright. It was a big weekend for him on the weekend. Uh, how impressed with him... I mean, on that game, but the whole year? Uh, I think Paddy's been one of the best ruckmen in the league this year. Um, I've said it every time I've had an opportunity to. I think he should be up for All-Australian selection. Uh, his, his, uh, his ruck craft is, is second to none. The way he's playing and the, the lift he gives our midfield is, is great. Uh, we, we really enjoy having him out there. And um, with ruckmen, it's a war of attrition, really. Whoever's the last man standing and keeps still going into the year is normally the, the ruckman they pick. So, Paddy, hopefully you get through the whole year and keep playing the way he is. You know Revo very well, mm-hmm. having to work with him and that player intel. What's the best fit on your defensive systems with him? Because Jonas, even though it might not be the most obvious choice to some, just like that challenge more than others that you've got in defence? Yeah, possibly. Um, also got to think that you know Martin will pop up forward and, and Caddy and Cochin, so Jonas is a good match-up for those guys as well. But the best way to stop Jack is to have pressure up the ground. Um, don't let the ball get in there easily. If you, if you give uh, Richmond time and space for the ball, going inside 50, they're going to hit Rewalt, they're going to hit Shai Bolton, Rioli, Sam Lloyd, they're going to hit all those guys. So the pressure will come from up the field and if we've got some uh, really good pressure up there, it doesn't matter who's on him. Why has that changed this year? Because it was once not a great element of Port Adelaide, particularly through the midfield, to put pressure on supply to opposition forwards. Why has that changed this year? Um, I couldn't tell you on past years, but um, to me what, what's seemed to happen here, it's total buy-in from everyone about our defence, and um, our defence has been, you know, it is the best in the league at the moment, so um, buy-in from the forwards, buy-in from the mids, it's not just the defenders defending, that doesn't make the make the team the best so it's everyone buying in and we've had that all year and our effort's been has been great and something we keep looking to strive on and improve on. 
Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminol found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's yeah. just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilant sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats, and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck yeah. to Parkley Prison. Listen to I Catch Killers early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.